Welcome to another episode of Football 360. I'm your host, Kareem Timbers. And on today's episode, we'll discuss the latest college football news for week nine, along with the latest NFL news for week eight. So let's go ahead and get started. First off, I'd like to start my show off by congratulating the Indiana Hoosiers college football team on an impressive victory over number eight ranked Penn State last weekend. Um, the victory for the Indiana Hoosiers marked their first win over a top 10 ranked football team since 1987. All right. Uh, the Indiana Hoosiers was led by uh, junior quarterback Michael Penix, who had a couple big plays late in the game and overtime, a double overtime, and ultimately had the, the final uh, play for the victory with a two point conversion as he laid out for, at the goal line to beat Penn State 36 to 35. All right. Moving forward to this week, the Indiana Hoosiers are now ranked number 17th in the country. All right. Uh, so that, that's big news. So shout out to, to the uh, Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, college football uh, breakout performance last week. We had a, a great performance last week by a uh, redshirt freshman. First time ever stepping on the college football field quarterback for the uh, Wisconsin Badgers and Graham Mertz. Okay, Graham Mertz played a near perfect game uh, going 20 for 20, 20 for 21, passing for 248 yards and five touchdown passes. Um Grant Mertz was filling in for uh, senior quarterback Jack Cohen, who um, suffered a leg injury prior to the season. So uh, shout out to Grant Mertz uh, for having a breakout performance in his first college game as the Wisconsin Badgers beat up on University of Illinois last week. All right. So fast forwarding to this week, there's been a lot going on in the college football news, obviously with COVID. All right. Uh, the Wisconsin Badgers had a total of 16 people within the football program test positive for COVID. So their game uh, this week was scheduled against uh, University of Nebraska on Halloween has been uh, canceled. All right. So we have several people out at Wisconsin. So hoping uh, the players and staff can get healthy and get back out there and, and do what they do best. All right. You also had All-American quarterback on the number one ranked team in the country, Trevor Lawrence from Clemson. Recently test positive for COVID-19. He would not be uh, obviously playing this weekend um, as number one, number one ranked Clemson takes on Boston College. All right. So hopefully he can get healthy as well. And he also had former Heisman Trophy winner Desmond Howard from University of Michigan, who's a part of College Game Day, as you well know, recently test positive for COVID-19. So he won't be traveling with the rest of the rest of the staff to uh, Penn State for the big uh, game of the week matchup, Ohio State at Penn State, okay? Um, so he'll be um, tuning in from home, okay, for the college game day. Then you have the college game of the week, as I just mentioned, number three, Ohio State at number 18, Penn State. Ohio State is coming off a big, impressive win last week against uh, Nebraska. Uh, Justin Fields um, looks like, you know, uh, a Heisman uh Hopeful, as, as, as we expected, um, had a near-perfect game last week as well. Only had one incompletion against Nebraska. Ran the ball well as well and played with a lot of confidence. So, um, being, a, being a former D1 athlete, you know, I played at Wisconsin. We played Penn State a few times over the years and had some tough games uh, at Beaver Stadium. Um, it is a tough place to play. Um, Penn State did beat Ohio State um, a couple years back, if you recall. Off the block uh, field goal, Penn State returning for a touchdown to beat Ohio State. 
This is going to be a, a great matchup uh, this Saturday. Penn State's obviously coming off a big heartbreak loss to Indiana. But I think Justin Fields is going to be too much um, for Penn State this weekend. So I'm going with Ohio State for the victory. All right. Switching over to NFL news. Um, you saw in recent news, Antonio Brown's back in the news. But for right now, obviously, it's positive. Antonio Brown signed a one-year contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Honestly, I feel this is Antonio Brown's last shot. I think he knows it as well. So hopefully he can uh, get his act together. Uh, we know what kind of player he is on the field, a Hall of Famer in the making. Um, but he's teaming up, obviously, with Tom Brady, uh, Rob Gronkowski, and that, that great offense, that great defense there. And just add another uh, piece to the puzzle. So hopefully he can keep his uh, – Head on straight, um, and we know what Inter Brown could bring to the to the team on the field. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with Antonio Brown, but I'm wishing him good luck um, as he makes his way back to the NFL. All right. You also had Des Bryant. If you remember Des Bryant, a former All-American receiver coming out of Oklahoma State a few years back, was drafted by the Dallas Cowboys, played with Tony Romo. Um, you know, Des Bryant always had you know some issues kind of on and off the field. Um, kind of fell from grace with that bad uh, leg injury a couple years ago. Kind of fell from grace. Um, and now worked his way back into playing playing shape and had got picked up uh, on the practice squad by the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Um, so I'm excited to see Des Bryant back in the NFL. Um, hopefully he can work his way back from the practice squad to that roster, to that starting lineup and help out that Ravens offense. Okay. The Ravens uh, obviously need a little more help. Um, Offensively at the receiver position, so if Des Bryant can help out, I think that would be a, a big um, step in the right forward for that Baltimore Ravens offense and for his uh, his career. Okay, so we'll see what happens with that. Also, in uh, recent news, if you didn't see last week, uh, All Pro Odell Beckham, receiver for the Cleveland Browns, suffered a torn ACL in the second play of the game um, after chasing down a interception thrown by Baker Mayfield. All right, so. That pretty much, I think this pretty much sums up Odell Beckham's career in, in Cleveland. It was kind of just a not a good mesh, you know, uh, with him and Baker Mayfield. Uh, but the, the irony is, you know, after um, Odell Beckham went out, Baker Mayfield played a near perfect game. All right. And distributed the ball very well. And the Browns beat the Bengals last week. But for Odell Beckham, um, you know, I think he's 28 at, at the time. Um, with a severe ACL tear, typically takes about you know six to eight months to maybe a year to get to come back. But to be fully back at tip top, it might take a year and a half to two years. So by that time, Odell will be what thirty years old. Um, I'm not sure where his next landing spot would be, but hopefully this is a team that's a Super Bowl contender. He's a great talent. I'd love to see him in, in a um, good offensive system uh, with with a legit quarterback um, and see what he can do. Okay. All right. Um, you had the Pittsburgh Steelers had a big win. So shout out to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are, they are 6-0. and uh, You know, I know I picked the Tennessee Titans to win last week, but the, hey, Pittsburgh Steelers came out and played football, played some smash mouth football, got after Derrick Henry, uh, got after Ryan Tannehill and had the win. So the Pittsburgh Steelers are 6-0, and the only uh, unde- undefeated team left in the NFL. All right. Um now I'm switching over to some of our uh, NFL Week 8 key matchups. So we have a couple key matchups this weekend. We have um, the 4-2 and two New Orleans Saints 
coming into my hometown, Chicago, to play the five and two Chicago Bears. My Bears wet the bed last week on Monday Night Football, got embarrassed on national TV. I knew the offensive line was a little suspect, but they got completely exposed. Uh, we need help on the offensive line as soon as possible. Allen Robinson, I think, might have suffered a slight concussion, so hopefully he's clear to play Sunday. Um, the Bears defense looked look solid uh, despite being on the field majority of the game. And, and the Rams, I mean, the Rams played solid football, so I just got to give it to them. The Rams played solid football and, and got after the Bears last week. But big matchup this weekend. Um, I'm hope, expecting my Bears to bounce back in Chicago. This is a must-win for the Bears. I'm about to get punched in the mouth last week, so I'm going with Chicago to win a close game against the Saints. Uh, obviously going to have to get after Drew Brees and obviously protect um, Nick Foles. So hopefully the Bears can get something going with this running game up front. They got to find a way to get the ball to Mooney, the Ricky out of Tulane. The kid is is a great route runner, um, smooth in and out his breaks. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But I'm going with the Chicago Bears to win that. Then we have the NFC West matchup, key matchup. You have the San Francisco 49ers at the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, the 49ers have been banged up. Um, you know, they're, they're here to miss week to week. You don't know what kind of team is going to show up from them. Seattle Seahawks are still very tough coming off a disappointing loss to the Arizona Cardinals last week. Russell Wilson threw a couple of interceptions. Not unlike what Russell Wilson play, but I think the Seahawks are going to bounce back this week and win a uh, close game at home over the 49ers. All right. And then you have the game of the week of the 6-0 Pittsburgh Steelers at the 5-1 Baltimore Ravens. I just, you know, obviously giving um, due credit to the to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Thomas doing an excellent job as, as usual. Uh, coaching that that uh, a great team and, and a great organization, taking on the five-one Baltimore Ravens. All right, so the Ravens are coming off a bye week. All right, and um, and they're playing their biggest rival at home. You know, so you, you got you got that going for you for Baltimore. But this Sunday marks the 25th matchup between Coach Mike Tomlin and John Harbaugh. Okay, which makes it the longest uh, standing matchup between coaches during the Super Bowl era. All right, so this is going to be a a smash mouth, physical, I think low scoring football game as you normally see between these two teams. But I, I got to go with the Ravens. I got to go with the Ravens here. I, I think the, the Steelers have, have been playing excellent football, but I don't think the Ravens are going to go pull this out. This is a very big test for Lamar Jackson. He's going against Ben Roethlisberger for the first time. Uh, Roethlisberger has been playing solid football. Um, the Ravens defense is solid, but I'm going to go with Baltimore at home coming off the bye week to win this weekend. All right. That's it for my time. I appreciate you tuning in. Until next time, I'm your host, Kareem Timbers, signing off at Football 360.